Welcome to the Buick Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Marion, and on this podcast, we dive deep into the outdoors. We discuss hunting and fishing techniques, give you tips and tricks, tell stories, and everything in between to help you enjoy the outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Northbound Gear. Northbound Gear is designed for maneuverability and durability and is made to last through even the toughest of elements. My go-to for their pants is the Water Resistance Adventure Pants and their lined, waterproof jeans. I've worn them while out ice fishing, crawling through the woods, bear hunting, and on the west coast out on the boat. And I even wear them around when I'm having a lazy day at the house. They are that comfortable. They also offer jackets, summer pants, backpacks, and many more. Men's and women's sizes are available, and by partnering with One Tree Planted, you're planting a tree with every purchase. Check them out for yourself at northboundgear.co, and when you use my promo code SHELDON15 at checkout, you'll receive 15% off your order. That's northboundgear.co and promo code SHELDON15. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Buick Outdoors podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host Sheldon Marion, and uh, before we get into this, if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to listen to this on the go, uh, if you search us up on pretty well all major podcast platforms just search the buick outdoors podcast you'll find us on there also if you're just listening to this and you want to watch the video version uh head over to our youtube channel and check out our playlist uh podcast playlist and you'll find all of our podcasts on there and so with that all out of the way uh let's get into it uh today we're going to be talking about the upcoming bear season uh it's one of the my most favorite time of the year uh you kind of start getting uh tired of the old man winter kicking around and uh it's time for warmer weather and uh time to go after some bears uh unfortunately for us this year it's been a very late spring uh just the other day we had a pretty pretty nasty little snowstorm come through we ended up getting about eight inches of snow or so uh, parts of the driveway there where the wind kind of hits it, a bunch of wind drifts, there's about a foot of snow in the driveway. Uh, but, you know, it warmed right back up to around plus 12, plus 13 for a couple of days, so it pretty well melted everything, and now it's just a, basically a lake out there now. But, uh, you know, typically at the start of springtime, you know, like the first two weeks of April is when you start getting your, uh, poplar buds coming out and that's normally when you start to see bears uh unfortunately this year uh you know it's almost may 1st and the poplars are just starting to bud you know i can look outside my window here and you know on all my birch trees and poplar trees there's not really much happening right now even like the willows there's not much uh for pussy willows growing yet so uh, the bears are going to be coming out slightly later uh, this year. Uh, but for me, it doesn't really matter because I took uh, time off at the end of May going into June. Uh, so the last two weeks of May and the first week of June, I have booked off for bear camp. So that's, uh, I'm always looking forward to bear camp. And also too, during that time, uh, the ditches will have a bunch of grass on them. Uh, the clovers will be growing. Uh, a lot of the pipelines that we hunt will be nice and green. 
Also, when you start getting into June is when all the dandelions really start to come out. Uh, either in the ditches or on some of the south-facing hills and stuff like that. You'll find the bears just thrive on dandelions. Uh, there's something about the flowers and stuff. They just absolutely love them. Uh, if you are going to be hunting bears in dandelions, though, it's one of those hunts where you can... I mean, it's better to sleep in, to be honest with you, because once the sun goes down, the dandelions, they kind of close up. And then once the sun comes up and you get some heat, then they, then they open up. And then when they're opened up, that's when the bears come out and start chewing on them. So it's, uh, it's a nice little relaxing hunt that you can do in the springtime. Uh, during that time there too, you know, once all the ditches are nice and green, the pipelines are green, the dandelions are out. There is bears just all over the country out here where uh, where I hunt them. And, uh, you know, it's an excellent opportunity for beginners or people with kind of mobility issues. Uh, if you're an older fella or uh, you have a disability or something like that, uh, you know, you don't have to hike and you don't have to do a bunch of walking for bears. Honestly, all of the bears I've shot have been pretty well just spot and stalk from the road. Uh, you drive around, you see a bear, you get out, you try to walk up to it, and, uh, if they take off, well, it's, it's not really a big deal, uh, and that's why it's such a good opportunity for, uh, beginners too, uh, it's not like moose hunting, where you might see one or two legal moose in an entire season, and if you screw it up, you know, that that's your hunt, where with the bears in the springtime, they're all over the place. Mainly because the main food sources are on the roads and in the ditches and on the wide open pipelines and, you know, around small ponds and stuff like that. You know, they're they're actually a, a very easy animal uh, to hunt and you have so many opportunities uh, to see one, uh, to put a stock on them. And then also it, it makes it so you can kind of learn and teach yourself on... Uh, the do's and don'ts of uh of stalking a bear because you learn pretty quick if you're paying attention you know if you screw it up it's because the wind moved or you had the sun in your face kind of a thing and again when bears are out like this in the springtime if you screw one up it's not a big deal like where i hunt some years you can mess up your bear stock, you get back into the truck, you drive two, three hundred yards, and you start all over again. Like, there are so many bears uh, in this area, uh, depending on the year. Some years, it takes a little bit of, uh, a little bit of work to get your bears, but uh, I don't think I've ever gone a year where I haven't been able to shoot two bears. Uh, and, like, that's, that's even pushing it like there's times where i could have easily shot like six or seven bears in a day so i really like to kind of stretch things out the first bear that i typically shoot it's kind of the first one that comes around and then after that i take my time i can be picky i can use one of my oddball guns you know last year I used my 16 gauge shotgun uh I've used my bow before. Uh, I have something coming in the mail. 
hopefully it comes in on time and if that thing comes in uh that's gonna be uh an experience we'll say that uh you you kind of have to be a little half crazy to do what i'm gonna be doing if it comes in on time and i i don't really want to get my hopes up because it is you know with all the shipping shortages and stuff like that going on right now i'm uh I'm trying to stay hopeful, but I'm not getting my hopes up kind of a thing. So I also don't really want to tell you guys exactly what's coming my way, but uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. (laughs) If I don't get to use it this spring, I'll definitely get to use it uh, next spring or potentially even this fall, uh, maybe on a deer hunt or something like that, uh, just to get it out and to use it. And, uh, yeah, that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. It's going to be the first thing that has been, uh, shipped to me kind of, kind of like a sponsorship deal, but not really. Uh, basically they're going to be sending me something to make some content with, and we're just going to leave it at that. And, uh, I'll let your guys' imagination kind of go wild with it and, uh, keep you guessing for a little bit. Uh, one thing that I hear quite a bit when it comes to uh, people hunting bears whether it's beginners or people that have hunted for years is that it's uh it can be a bit intimidating whether it's the hunting aspect of it or the cooking side uh you know and with those people i just tell them you know don't overthink it one you're hunting an animal two you're cooking meat if you keep it nice and simple like that, you're not going to have any issues whatsoever. Uh, you know, when it comes to cooking it, uh, bears do have the potential of having trichinosis. And it's a worm that's the the egg sac is in the meat. And the only way that it can develop is if it makes its way into your stomach. And then basically from what I've read about it is your stomach acid actually breaks down the egg sac and then the the worm is able to come out and then it migrates kind of all throughout your body basically and it gives you some some terrible terrible muscle aches and pains and stuff and uh you can get rid of it uh basically the doctors give you a dewormer kind of a thing but it doesn't exactly get rid of the worms what ends up happening is the worms stay in your body the same as it stays in a bear's body where the worms and the sacs stay in your meat but then it kind of puts them into a dormant stage to where they're no longer kind of reproducing and moving around but the sacs are throughout your body in the meat and then basically you you have worms for the rest of your life kind of a thing uh it sounds scary and intimidating but if you just cook your meat to 160 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, it kills all the trichinosis. And also, out of all the bears that I've butchered and ate and stuff, I've never seen the parasite or the egg sac. So, I mean, it, it's got to be like a microscopic level. But if it does get into your system, it can cause, uh, it can cause some discomfort. Uh, you know, old Steve Ranella. If you guys watch Meat Eater, he had trichinosis, I think, on his YouTube channel there. Uh, You can find one of his videos telling you how he got it and what it felt like. And 
I don't really want to have that happen to me. So what I do is I just cook it like uh, any other piece of meat, basically, except I use a meat thermometer. Uh, when you think you're sitting at well done, take a meat thermometer, shove it in there. Those little instant read ones or the ones with the little turn dial kind of a thing. You know, you can pick them up fairly cheap between 20 and $50 kind of a thing. As long as it says 160 degrees, and I think it has to sit there for, I don't know, 160 degrees for 5 minutes or something like that is what will kill it. So basically, cook your roast. When it says 160, pull it out. You want to let your meat rest anyways. So as it rests, it's going to continue to cook slightly more anyways too. And by the time you slice into it, it's been at 160 for 5 minutes everything's dead you're good to go and it'll it makes phenomenal roasts uh if you ever eat a bear roast and they just treat it like a a beef man it it comes out phenomenal it tastes just like a mixture of kind of a a beef and moose kind of a thing you know there's it's a really really nice meaty flavor but there's a little bit of a wild aspect to it and it's just amazing meat uh for me you know the majority of my bears they're turned into either roasts or i take them to a butcher i also do it myself and uh turn it into sausages and smokies and again if you have a good butcher as they're running the the smokies to the smoker before they take them out they take a meat thermometer and they check several of them make sure they're all at 160 they get the green light, they come off the hook, they get chilled, vacuum wrapped, and into the freezer. Now you're good to go. And then, uh, you know, when it comes to hunting them, really, if you're concerned about it, just use a big caliber. And I'm not talking like ultra mags or anything like that. You know, a 30 odd 6, 300, I would say 7mm, but I had some bad luck with my 7mm when it comes to bears for some reason it just doesn't seem to do the job that good i have killed a lot of bears with the 7mm but if i had to take one gun it would be my 300 or my 30 odd six you know i don't know if there's something about a 7mm that just doesn't seem to uh quite do the job as good as the other calibers uh with that being said though the biggest bear that i've ever killed is with my 223 and that was uh well that one was more of a fluke house luck because that was like i think april 6th or 7th something like that like bear season just started there was still a bunch of snow but for some reason that year there's a bunch of poplar buds growing and uh i was packing my 223 in case i seen a coyote or wolf on my way into town and uh happened to see this big bear on the top of a poplar tree eating all the buds so i got underneath him poked him in the neck down he came and uh, uh the rest is history that was a monstrous bear uh that one what i should have done was got that one scored but i didn't uh looking at uh boone and crockett club i think it has to be 19 inches or so uh to make the book and that one was right around 21 inches so it 
definitely would have been like a record book bear, but I didn't get him scored or anything like that. I did clean up his skull and it's hanging out in the kitchen there up on the one corner pedestal there and uh yeah that's that for that bear but uh yeah i mean you know when it comes to your calibers and guns and all that stuff really as long as you have a, a good bullet that penetrates very well and you get a double lung shot the bear's gonna die just as easy as a white-tailed doe they get shot with double lung. Uh, you know, if you blow out the lungs, you're not going to live very long, right? So as long as you kind of have that mentality when it comes to bears, see them as a target and wait to the broadside and just, you're hunting an animal. You're not hunting a big black bear with teeth and claws and all that stuff. You know, just get that out of your head and just focus on you're hunting an animal as long as you're able to focus on you are just hunting an animal and you're hunting for food it all the rest of the worries and whatever it is that you have going on anxiety and stuff it just goes out the window and uh, you won't have any problems whatsoever uh, one thing that I will say though uh, when you are bear hunting is after you've shot a bear Make sure you bring bear protection with you. Uh, you know, if you double lung a bear, they're going to die just as easy and just as fast as a double lung white-tailed doe. However, if you do make a bad shot or you have terrible bullets, like if you're using that blue box cheapo ammo, uh, you just, good luck. But, uh, you know, bring actual real bear protection with you. For me, it's a 4570. Some people, it's like the 450 Marlin, a 375 Ruger, 12 gauge shotgun with slugs. You know, something like that where it's actually going to do something to the bear if they happen to get up. And uh, <laughs> if they're a mad bear that uh, they just kind of winged, they're not going to be very pleasant to walk up on. Uh, last year I had one after I smoked them with the 7mm. Uh, that wasn't good. Uh, we went in there with guns and the dogs. That bear got up about an hour after I shot him. And he took off after me and the dogs. Luckily he turned and headed off into the trees. And we never did find that bear. Back up. Back. Back. Come here. Uh, but if he did come at us any closer he would have got smoked so uh you know make sure you bring real bear protection whether it's another rifle a friend with another gun uh you know even bear spray uh i don't i wouldn't really trust it a hundred percent but at least with bear spray it'll do something to the bear you know don't be uh don't be like those city slicker guys where they think that a little a bell hooked onto you or a whistle is gonna protect you. Uh when it comes to hiking and stuff, sure. It makes noise, it lets animals know that you're in the area. But when you're going after a wounded bear, you need something that's gonna hurt the bear or kill the bear. A whistle or a bell is just letting the bear know which direction to run. 
You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, always, always bring bear protection with you when you're hunting bears. And a lot of times, too, if you're hunting a bear the 300, after you shoot them, go in the bush with your 300. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna do the job. Some days the bears take more than one shot because they are pretty tough animals. And if you are off your mark a little bit, they're tough as nails. But if you double lung them, or one way that some people say is in the middle of the middle. So if you have a bear that's broadside, you make a horizontal line in the middle of the bear. And you make a vertical line in the middle of the bear where those lines cross. It looks like it's very far back and compared to like a normal animal like a deer or an elk or a moose it is far back but for a bear because of the way that their body is kind of set up whatever their lungs and stuff are slightly back so when you shoot in the middle of the middle you're gonna hit their lungs you might nick some guts if you go a little too far back but it's gonna kill them a lot of times with bears uh, just the way that their bodies are made up, if you smoke them like dead on in the shoulder, what's going to end up happening is that all that energy that comes from your bullet, it's going to hit and it just kind of like disperses throughout the body. And a lot of times too, like for some reason, I don't know if it's their hide, their fat, their meat, a combination of all three, or it's just because of how their body is kind of connected kind of a thing. Uh, I've heard of some people where they've shot a bear in the shoulder and it didn't even penetrate the collarbone. Uh, it went in that few inches, hit the bone, embedded in the bone, and that was as far as it went. So when you're hunting bears, just make sure you have a good gun that you can, that you're accurate with, good bullets, you know, uh, Nosler, Federals, you know, anything with like partition bullets, bonded bullets, anything like that, they're going to work really well. Uh, the Federal Blue Box stuff, don't waste your time with that. Uh, but Federal, if you do want cheaper stuff, they do make uh, premium with Nosler partitions loaded in them. Uh, they're not quite as expensive as like the actual Nosler bullets. Uh, but they are a bit pricey. I just bought some for my 300. Uh, this year I'm going to be trying Barnes Triple Shock again. And uh, they were, I think, $80. And that's for 300 Win Meg. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, right now, this year too, uh, ammo was getting extremely hard to come by. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. But, uh, I couldn't find 180 grain bullets for my 300, so I had to settle for 165 grain Barnes Triple Shock. So we'll see how well they work. I know with the 165s compared to the 180s, you have less uh, energy coming from it, but you have more speed, and it should be a little more penetration with the full copper bullets. So we'll see how they pan out, uh, you know, Worst case scenario, I am shooting a 300. So uh, the 165, it'll absolutely do the job. But I would much rather have the 180s. But whatever. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we're going to work with what we got kind of a thing. It's still going to be more than enough to get the job done.
with me taking off uh, three weeks in uh, in May and going into June too. Uh, we'll be heading out to our annual bear camp now. Uh, you know, ever since uh, starting bear camp, it has, uh, you know, it first started out as just me, myself, and I. Uh, it was a very solo trip. Uh, back then, I didn't do any filming or any anything like that for YouTube. Didn't have the podcast, nothing like that. And uh, it was just a way to for me to get out in the woods for three weeks in a holiday trailer and just do a bunch of hunting sitting around by the fire and just uh sitting back and relaxing where now things have uh changed quite a bit uh if you guys want to watch all of our hunts and stuff uh just head over to our youtube channel uh and if you subscribe to the channel uh hit the little bell notification and stuff it'll let you know every time that we upload a new video and coming up here real soon, it's going to be pretty well almost nothing but bear hunting videos for the next, uh, oh geez, I'd say about the next month or so. Kind of depending on how many people want to be filmed and all that stuff. For me, uh, I'll have two hunts filmed. Uh, pretty sure my brother's going to come out and his hunt will be filmed. If he has two bear tags, the heck with it, we'll do two hunts with him so that's four uh shelby might be getting a bear tag so that'll be five my dad's gonna come out uh you know and that's it, it's exciting for me because i get to film it and then these guys they also get to kind of look back and watch their hunts pretty well whenever they want because it's going to be up on youtube and all that good stuff uh but also it it's a nice little Nice little treat to see, like, how far bear camp has come. Uh, you know, it used to be, like I said, just me and myself and the dogs going out. And now friends and family come out. Uh, we do a bunch of hunting together. We do a bunch of cooking. Everybody sits around the campfire at night. And it uh, it has slowly turned into, like, a, an annual get-together. Uh, you know, I take people out bear hunting or if they don't hunt and they just want to see bears you know bring your camera out we go out we do i guess you call it like a bear safari kind of a thing just drive out look at all the bears take a bunch of pictures uh do kind of like a mock spot and stock kind of a thing but instead of shooting them at the end you get them with your camera and uh, that's always a blast to do that uh also while people are out you know, a lot of them are people that, uh, they're either hunters and they've never had bear, or they're just kind of city slickers that just want to kind of get out into the woods for the weekend kind of a thing. And a lot of times at bear camp is the first time they've ever had, uh, bear meat. And, uh, it's pretty cool when you can bring people out, you cook them up a bear roast or you cook them up some like jalapeno cheddar smokies kind of a thing that we get done at uh stan's custom meats out in uh fort st john here and it's it's pretty cool just seeing them like the look on their face when they first dig into something they go Are you sure that's bear it's like yeah <laughs> pretty sure that's bear he's you know the other half of them still hanging up in the cooler over there <laughs> yeah and it's uh it's pretty neat 
just getting more people involved uh, in the outdoors and then especially like in bear hunting itself. Uh, for my dad, it took him quite a few years and eating from several different black bears that I've shot over the years for him to finally realize that black bears aren't just dumpster divers and garbage bears kind of a thing. Uh, now he comes out pretty well every year, buys his one or two bear tags, comes out, shoots a bear, turns them all into smokies and sausages and pepperoni. And, and now, like, him and my brother, uh, both when it comes to, like, January or February, we'll be out ice fishing somewhere and pretty soon the topic of bear camp comes up because, you know, you're starting to see the the end of the tunnel come February and like so uh you doing bear camp again this year where are you going what time of year you know who's all going out and you know you can see that even those guys are starting to get excited so it's it's pretty pretty neat to see how far everything is coming uh especially with my brother you know for for a few years there you know he was mainly focused on just kind of work and then travel. You know, he'd come on days off and he'd be going to China, Thailand, Mexico, wherever, and he was just enjoying life. But now he's kind of coming back to his roots and uh, starting to head out hunting and fishing more. So it's, uh, I'm so excited to have Blaine out there in bear camp too. Uh, this year, I'm hoping he spends a little bit more time out there, but it all depends with work. You know, we both work in the oil and gas industry. Uh, for me, I'm on a set schedule, doing a week on, week off. So for me, I'm I'm able to plan for this sort of thing very easily. Where with Blaine, his, uh, you know, his schedule is quite a bit different. Uh, he might work for a month, get two days off, and then back out for a month kind of thing. Or he might work for a week and then get two months off. You, you never really know. Uh, so he has to be a bit conservative with how he spends his time and money and stuff like that. But also, he enjoys hunting and coming out and spending time with us in the holiday trailer. Brings his dog out. Dogs run around like a pair of knuckleheads. And then, uh, you know, in the evening, we sit around the campfire. During the day, we go out hunting. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see Blaine is uh, getting back into it. But, uh... Yeah, we're uh, slowly ramping up here for bear season. Uh, next week, I'm going to be getting the holiday trailer ready. you got to fill up propane tanks, get uh, get some decals put on her, uh, make sure my batteries are good. If they're fried, i got to replace those. And then uh, pretty well plug her in, make sure everything works good, fill her up with water, flush all the lines, all that good stuff. And... Uh, then we're pretty well just sitting and waiting. Uh, right now, well, when this podcast comes out, it'll be on Monday. I'll be at work, but it'll be my second last shift. So I got this shift to work. I have a week off, one more shift to work, and then my three weeks start. So it's it's right there around the corner. And, uh, man, I can't wait. I'm just jumping at the gun here, ready to go. Uh, I think, uh, today, right now it's Tuesday morning, and on Wednesday here, we're supposed to get another snowstorm, possible rainstorm, come in for, uh, 
starting Wednesday, going till Friday. So that's going to kind of slow things down slightly. But once that's done, hopefully that's the last snowstorm of the season other than like our typical May long weekend snowstorm. But whatever, it'll be a good time to uh, take a day off hunting and just relax on May long weekend, I guess, maybe, if that happens. But, uh, yeah, things are slowly getting warmer. Next week here, I'll be getting the holiday trailer ready. And then I'll also be tapping birch trees and making some birch syrup. Tried to do that this week, but, uh, you know, being such a late spring, nothing is really blooming right now. No buds are coming out. Uh, I'm sure during this week, things will start to happen. So then on my next days off, we'll be actually able to go out and start tapping trees collect the the sap from the birch and then boil it down to syrup and then hopefully during bear camp i'll be able to bring out a jar of homemade birch syrup and make up some pancakes or waffles or french toast or whatever and serve it up with some homemade syrup and uh yeah life will be good but anyways guys i think i'm gonna cut this one short here uh you know unfortunately i do have to go back to work so i'm kind of in a rush here this morning uh, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed this short little podcast. I hope this gets you fired up uh, for your upcoming bear season. If you haven't hunted bears before, please don't hesitate to try it. Uh, it's not nearly as scary or or as uh, intimidating as you might think. Uh, you know, after all, you're hunting an animal and you're cooking meat. Also, it gets you outside, uh, gets rid of the winter blues, uh, and yeah. Go sit around a campfire at night, hunt bears during the day, and enjoy some absolutely amazing meat. Anyways, guys, I hope you liked this podcast. If you did, uh, give the video a thumbs up. Hit the like button uh, down in the corner. Leave us a comment or two. Let us know how your bear season is going or what your uh, plans are for this season. Uh, And if you're just listening to this on a podcast, give us a little rating. Uh, If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And uh, yeah, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe to that so you don't miss out on any of our upcoming videos. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one.